Well, game one of the NBA Finals clearly did not go the way they wanted. I'm not hitting a panic button. That was absurd. The Celtics are not going to shoot like that again. It happens. It's one game. We're going to talk about what went right, because a lot did go right in this game. The Warriors were leading 103-100 before one of the craziest runs in recent NBA Finals history that was really uh, capitulated by just one of the craziest shooting nights I have ever seen. I've never seen a team shoot like that in the NBA Finals. The question is, can the Celtics do that for three more games? Because that's what they're going to have to do to beat this Golden State Warriors team. I'm hosting this show live. Post-game reaction edition of Locked On Warriors next. I'm Cyrus Sotsas. This is Locked On Warriors. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We're free and available on every podcast platform imaginable. In addition to YouTube, today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the cars, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. That was a disaster. There's no way to spin that. I want to make one thing very clear, first of all. The Warriors not having Gary Payne II is a huge difference because if Gary Payne II is out there, a lot of those open looks that the Celtics did have in that fourth quarter were not available for him. But if there's one thing that's very clear after game one, it's that Gary Payne II, that injury is serious. And I don't know if we're going to see him. Uh, I really hope uh, people ask Kerr uh, in the in the postgame presser what the status is, why he did not see any minutes. They He was sorely needed. But I'm going to start this show off and first of all, and again, I'm going to address as many comments as I can today. California's king, sub big dog, right back at you. And I agree. I think we're going to be okay. When I say we, I mean Dub Nation. I'm not a player for the Warriors. I don't work for the Warriors. But if you love the Warriors, it's early. It's one game. The Celtics lost game one to the Heat. The Celtics lost game one to the Bucks. All this means is that this is going to be a longer series than I anticipated. And again, I made it very clear. Warriors in five, if they're healthy, they're not. Okay, Gary Payton II is a vitally important cog in this machine. And they're missing him now. Tonight was a clear indication they are missing him. Tonight was also a huge feel-out game for the Warriors. They don't know the Celtics team that well. They don't know most Eastern Conference teams that well. you got to feel teams out. But I'm going to throw some stats at you that, to me, indicate that there's still a long ways to go and that I'm certainly not going to hit panic panic buttons. I'm not, I can't because for starters, the Boston Celtics shot nine for 12 from three in the fourth quarter. That's 75% of your three point shots in the fourth quarter made 75%. And it wasn't Jason Tatum hitting them. It wasn't Jalen Brown hitting them. It was Derek white off the bench hitting them. And it was their big man, Al Horford, hitting him. Al Horford for the game, 
from beyond the arc. I mean, he was the difference. There was really just one player that made, in my opinion, the entire difference in this game, and that was Al Horford, with Derek White being right behind him. But Al Horford went six for eight from beyond the arc. He shot 75% from three point from the three-point line. When teams are that hot from three, there is nothing you can do. If the Warriors were shooting that good, there was nothing the Celtics could have done. And then Derek White off the bench in 32 minutes, who, by the way, played more than Marcus Smart, shot five for eight from three. Marcus Smart, by the way, shot four for seven from three. Peyton Pritchard, two for three from three. The Boston Celtics collectively shot 51.2% from beyond the arc. They shot better than the Mavericks did in game four of that series of the Western Conference Finals. There just is not much you can do when teams are that hot. You can't. There is very little you can do. And, and I'm looking at the shot chart right now in terms of where the Celtics got those buckets in the fourth quarter. And it was all from the right side of the court. And that's going to be something they're going to focus on defensively. The Celtics in the fourth quarter were five for five, or I'm sorry, four for four from three-point attempts made on the right side of the court. And then on the left side, five for eight. They were just ridiculously hot. Ridiculously hot. The Warriors were leading 103 to 100, and then the Celtics went on a torrid 20 to two run, spearheaded almost entirely by three-pointers from Al Horford, and three-pointers from, again, Derek White. There's nothing you can do about that. And it's also a huge reason why I'm not going to be hitting a panic button. I'm just not. Now, Clay did struggle a little bit. I don't think he had a horrible game, strength and numbers. Uh, Clay Thompson for the game, 6 for 14 from the field. That's not good. But he went 3 for 7 from 3. Clearly need a better game from him offensively. Finished with 15 points tonight. What a wasted heroic effort from Stephen Curry 34 points seven for 14 from three but that's how amazing the Celtics were tonight Stephen Curry shot 50 percent from beyond the arc yet he would have only been what fifth (laughs) among all the Celtics players in terms of shooting percentage from from three what the hell could he do about that so and and here in newsflash folks that is not going to happen again I will virtually guarantee the Warriors win game two. I mean, look, if the Warriors lose game two, yeah, this series, I think it's done. But I don't see that happening. They're going to make adjustments. Al Horford is not going to shoot lights out like that again. Six for eight from three. That is ridiculous. And yes, he did do the Draymond flex in the end. You don't think that's going to raise a few uh, eyebrows, motivate Draymond Green and company a little bit? But, you know, it's, it's, there's nothing you could do. There's nothing you could do about that. Now, there are some things the Warriors could have done that they're going to improve on. And I'm, let me, from Wildfire, Wildfire writes, Poole and Draymond need to set up, especially Draymond, broke and hit a shot to save his life. That's true. Draymond was awful from the field tonight. Draymond Green was two for 12, put up four three-point attempts, went a little much there. He was getting cocky, certainly. <clears throat> 
Draymond Green was also 0 for 3 from the free throw line. So his 11 rebounds, 5 assists don't mean much when you're shooting, when you're putting up 4 points total and uh, you shoot just 2 for 12 from the field. But again, you know, I don't know how many times I can emphasize this, you know, like when a team shoots the way the Celtics did, kudos, you know, like I don't, that is way beyond the norm. You got hot at a perfect time, perfect time. And the question is going to be, can they replicate that? I don't think that, I mean, if they can, more power to you. you know, there's just nothing you could do when a team is that hot. That was just, I, I, I'm curious to see if they broke records for three-point efficiency in that game, certainly in that fourth quarter. Because again, when you go nine for 12 from the three in the fourth quarter, what can you do? Now, let me see what's going on in the comments here because I want to address everyone and what they're going to say. I'm going to get some crap for saying Warriors in five. I get that. But I do really hope you get the full context of what I said, which is that that's if Gary Payne the second plays. If Gary Payne the second doesn't play, I said Warriors in seven. Let's make that very clear. Um, Gordon Blue writes, how is that in any way Steve Kerr's fault? Here's where Steve Kerr could have done a few things differently. In fact, I'll, I'll touch on that in just a moment. I'm going to have some more time. Brandon Williams writes, Clay Thompson needs to wake up. Yes, he does. Again, Lucas, you want to throw that Warriors in five? Make sure you listen to the whole thing when I said if they're healthy. All right? That was an awful game. Southern Cape Brown. And again, if you're look, if you're a Celtics fan and you're being cocky because you want game one based off that, I'd say slow your roll a little bit because teams don't shoot like that consistently. I don't know what the hell was going on with Al Horford there. The Celtics shot 21 of 41 from beyond the arc. That is better than anything the Mavericks did in the Western Conference Finals. I didn't hear a single Celtics expert, any prognosticator come out and say, the Celtics are going to beat the Warriors because of their three-point shooting. I never hated on it. That is absurdly good, though. That is just like how that is just all you can say when you see something like that is how. And some of those were open and they're going to make some adjustments for that undoubtedly. But there were some positives as well. Robert Williams, the third, for example, did not have much of an impact. Stephen Curry proved that Marcus Smart cannot shut him down. The Warriors proved that they can play solid defense on Jason Tatum. Jalen and look, Jalen Brown. You know, we're going to talk about the threes a lot, but he really was the catalyst for that run because he was on a tear late in the third quarter, entering the fourth quarter. Uh, Finished with twenty-four points, but his plus-minus was twenty-two. The only player higher than that, Derek White, plus twenty-five. That was an awful game. It was an awful game, just in the sense that if you're a Warriors fan, you saw the other team make everything. They threw up everything. Again, 9 for 12 from beyond the arc in the fourth quarter. Now, uh, Trey Underwood writes, you have to play Steph at least 40 minutes. This is the finals. I thought he did play 40 minutes. What was his minute total? Stephen Curry played 38-17. So he could have maybe come in a little bit earlier in the fourth quarter. He might. He still might. Um, yeah, I'm not going to argue with you there. One player that, uh, you know what, let me let me uh, give some love to 
we got some sponsors for tonight's show. But what one player while I find that real quick, um one player who did not play well for the Warriors tonight was Jordan Poole. This is the first time all postseason where the moment looked big for him. Uh, every time he attacked, they seemed prepared for it. He didn't look like the fastest player out there. <clears throat> His shooting wasn't great. I think Jordan Poole for the game went two for seven for the field, one for five from beyond the arc, nine points total. You got to do better than that. You got to do better than that. There's one thing for certain, man. The Warriors were not eating their built bars. <laughs> My wife's listening. She laughed. We've been asking. Build bars have delivered those granola bars. My mom just ordered me some some granola bars in the mail. Like I got one package of built bars for free when I first started working for Locked On. No more freebies for me. I got to pay for these bad boys. Thank you, mom. They come in three unbelievable flavors: chocolate peanut butter, chocolate coconut, and white chocolate berry. I asked for the chocolate peanut butter. I can't wait to try those out. They are different from the bars and puffs because they're loaded with granola. Dude, I've been want, I've been waiting for these for a long time. I love built bars. The regular ones are like they're a little too chewy for me. But given how healthy they are, I love them anyways. But a granola bar, sign me up. 150 calories, 15 grams of protein, and only four grams of sugar. Sugar is horrible for you folks. It's made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently. Go to built.com right now. Use the promo code LOCK15. And get 15% off your order. Again, the promo code is LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. You are Locked On Warriors. Your daily Golden State Warriors podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Warriors your first listen every day. We have an important favor to ask you. We put together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On podcasts and just podcasts in general. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long. And everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thanks for your help. You can follow me on Twitter, Cyrus Sotzes, at DogSurfRoadShow, where I'm undoubtedly going to be criticized left and right. It's okay. I've made it very clear, and I'm going to say it repeatedly. Gary Payton II is a vitally important part of this puzzle. And the fact that he did not play a minute tonight, it's concerning because that tells me that he's nowhere near ready and that this there might have been some gamesmanship from the Warriors in terms of listing him as questionable. Uh, Knight Rider 16 writes, I think Steve Kerr game planned a little too much here. I think is what you're implying to focus on Tatum. We got to stop some of the three pointers. And this is where, again, where, uh, Gary Payne II was sorely missed, but I can't say that all night, okay? If he's not going to be available, he's not going to be available. Um, And they're going to have to live without that. You're right. Some of those threes were open, especially the corner ones. Those are the ones that were concerning to me. And you're going to see adjustments. There's a huge difference between any of the first three series where you're facing Western Conference opponents. You play 
on average double the amount of times versus your Eastern Conference opponent. And neither the Celtics or the Warriors are familiar with each other. Both teams at one point in this game had 15-point leads. All right, let's not forget that the Warriors had command of this game for almost all of it. And again, what changed in that first quarter, a 20-2 run by the Boston Celtics were ridiculous three-pointers that were just time and time and time made again. Find me someone who said Derek White was going to go five for eight from three and score 21 points. Find me someone out there that's, that was saying Al Horford, who scored five points in game seven against the Heat, was going to put up 26 points on six for eight shooting from three. Marcus Smart, one of the streakiest three-point shooters on the planet, went four for seven from three. And he did not shut Stephen Curry down. Steph had 34 points, five rebounds, five assists. You know, even the officiating, I didn't think it was great, but you can't use that as an excuse. This was just the other team making a you-know-what load of three-pointers. There's just not much you could do about that. Conscience Raza writes, everything was going well. What the hell happened? They just started making everything. What can you do about that? Now, now one player that was playing phenomenally, and again, Jordan Poole has to play better. I thought he was actually doing okay defensively, but offensively, again, I mentioned a moment ago, bad night for him. One player who did great, and I think the Warriors are going to need a lot more of him, is Otto Porter Jr. His plus minus tonight was 12. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. That was his point total. I'm sorry. But he still he had 12 points. He was four for five from the field. Those were all three-pointers, by the way. Added four rebounds, played great defense. And a part of me wonders, you know, he's been playing with this minutes restriction the entire season, which is at 25 minutes. He played 23 tonight. I think if there's anybody where you got to kind of push it a little more with minutes, it's going to be him. One mistake Steve Kerr made that seemed uh, very obvious to me was holding off and putting Andrew Wiggins into the fourth quarter. And I'll, I'll get to Wiggins in a second because there's a lot to talk about with him. Uh, Wiggins, I, I don't remember what the minute mark was. I'm going to try to look that up while I'm hosting a live show where he came in, but it was too late. I think he came in with Stephen Curry, alluding to someone earlier saying that Curry should have played at least 40 minutes. Maybe. If he can handle it, certainly. Um, but Andrew Wiggins came in. Let's see if I can find this real quick without completely stalling the show. Um... I might have been the 508 mark when Wiggins. Oh, there it is. I'm sorry. The 634 mark. Wiggins came in for Andre Iguodala, who, by the way, played a lot of minutes. I was not expecting that. Iguodala played 12 minutes tonight, hit that big three early on, but uh, had seven points in the game. But Wiggins should have come in earlier because if there was one defensive matchup I was loving in this series, at least in this game, it's only been one game so far. It was Wiggins on Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown was hot. And end of the third quarter, especially early in the fourth quarter, because he kept the Celtics in the game. And that kind of set up a lot of those three-point shots that started falling. And when Wiggins was on him, and I'm going to look up this data for tomorrow's Locked On Warriors in terms of the matchups, the one-on-ones. 
uh, he was playing him effectively. He was bothering Jalen Brown. And for some reason, Kerr, uh, you know, held held off on putting Wiggins back in the game and left Iguodala in there. And I, I just did not agree with that. And, and again, there's going to be adjustments made in this series. All right. This is going to be a long, drawn out boxing match. Um, you're right, Knight Rider. They were open looks for the most part. But again, open or not, I mean, Al Horford and Derek White shot 13 for 16 collectively from three. That's absurd. That is absolutely absurd. Or maybe that's not right. I think it's 13 for 17. Uh, but that's that's absurd. Open or not, I mean, like, the NBA players don't make shots at that clip. Yeah, it was 13 for 16. That's incredible. No, 11 for 16. I'm sorry. There we go. I got my math right. Still 11 for 16 from those two. That's just absurd. Open or not. I mean, players don't usually make it at that clip. Southern Cape Brown writes, Steph should have, should have played 40 minutes. You're right. But again, he played 38. I don't know if it was a huge difference. Trey Underwood writes, I haven't lost any faith that this will motivate them like crazy because they got smacked in the mouth in the fourth quarter. But it's all about how you respond. You're absolutely right. You're going to see adjustments. I am incredibly confident the Warriors are going to come out roaring in game two. And part of that could be human nature. The Celtics could take their foot off the gas a little bit knowing they got the split. Part of it's going to be the Warriors being extra motivated. But again, when a team shoots that good from three, I just don't know what else to say. I'm going to get to as many comments as I can tonight. Got to give some love. Oh, no, we got no responses except for the digital ones I'm going to implement later. All right. So let's get to these comments here. Knight Rider writes, we're up 14 with eight minutes left. And all of a sudden, Kerr has this weird lineup on the floor of Poole, Draymond, Iggy, Porter, and Clay. You are right. That is a weird lineup. That is where I, f- I do feel like Wiggins should have come in the game a lot sooner. Otto Porter Jr. was doing fine. He could have even played a little more, in all honesty. He had 23 minutes in this game. I mean, push him to 27-28. I mean, I, you know, it's the NBA Finals. Uh, Kerr got outcoached by a rookie. Southern K. Brown, if you could add to that and explain how, because I don't know how, what coaching has to do with, with Al Horford going six for eight from three. Derek White going five for eight from three. I mean, what what is what is what does coaching have to do with that? Um, <laughs> Vladimir Panic writes Suttons in four. Ian Talley writes, we sagged off the three too much and they made us pay, plain and simple. Maybe, maybe there was not enough aggressiveness for the three-point defense. But again, a lot of those. Or just just the, the the frequency of it. Again, I'm curious to see if they broke a record for, for three-point efficiency in that fourth quarter. I'm really curious. Uh, California's King again writes, we got our shot plain and simple. Curry started on absolute fire. Clay shot great. Otto Porter was killing it. Wiggins wasn't as good offensively. Wiggins was not as good offensively. Andrew Wiggins for the game was had 20 points. Weird, quiet point, 20 points. Uh, it, it surprises me, but he was two for seven from three. But his defense on Jalen Brown is what I thought was key. And to only play him 34 minutes when it should have been 40 uh, was a little surprising. I hope they make that adjustment in game two. 
Trandwood writes Boston came out like piranhas with Steph on the bench to start the fourth. Yeah. Uh, I can't pronounce this name, but they write Steve Kerr is awful. Why? Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to address any more Kerr is awful uh, posts just because it's one game, folks. There's no panic button being pressed after game one. It's a seven game series. Um, and again, don't forget how, how hot the Warriors came out in the third quarter. The Warriors are down by two at the half. And they were leading by 12 at the end of the third. That's Kerr. That's adjustments being made at halftime. What happened in the fourth was just, again, it's I, I do think Wiggins should have come in earlier because Jalen Brown really started that whole run for the Celtics. Like he was just making bucket after bucket. What I also did not like is that the Warriors kept trading twos for threes. I don't know if you folks noticed that. I noticed it. And but again, the Celtics were just making everything from from beyond the arc. Uh, Night Rider, you're right. Why did uh, Draymond shoot so many damn threes? You're right. Typically, like after if he's not feeling it after the second one, he moves on. He had four three point attempts tonight. Went zero for four. Lucas Meyer writes, Al has been flexing like that since he was in Atlanta. Okay, I never I never saw that, but if that's the case, so be it. You also write, please act like you've watched the other teams before. I have watched the other teams. Point to another game where Derek White shot five for eight from three and scored, what, 26 points or 21? Find me another game where Al Horford put up, went six for eight from three. That's not the norm. Stop acting like that's a norm. That is not what they normally do. Jason Tatum scored 12 points in this game. All right. Yeah, Knight Rider uh, is correct. They had the game one midway through the fourth, and then all fell apart. And again, it fell apart because two players were just hitting everything. Marcus Smart also went four for seven from three. This is that type of shooting is not normal. That was insane. Okay, that is an anomaly. That is an absolute anomaly. And Agape Love, if you think Celtics are going to win this series in four or five, let's bet some money on it. You can email me. I will happily put a heart large wager on that. Knight Rider writes, if this was game one in their building and they shot that good, I would be okay, but this was on our, our floor. But again, the Celtics have proven in the playoffs that the road does not bother them. It is a sign of greatness. All right? It is a sign of greatness. There's no doubt about that. Um, Dre the Legend writes, Warriors in seven. Yeah, that's my call now. And again, that was my call from the beginning, if the Warriors are not fully healthy. I want to make one thing very clear here. If Gary Payne II plays, that's a huge difference. And I am very curious to know if he's going to come back and play in the series at all. Because those three-point numbers, those wide-open threes, that dips big time. You're also going to see more turnovers for the Warriors. You're also going to see more easier buckets from inside the paint. The Warriors were killed inside the paint in this game as well. Uh, let me see if we can find the actual uh, numbers. The Warriors have been killing opponents with points in the paint. But tonight, they got outscored by eight. The Celtics had 34 points in the paint to 26 for the Warriors. That's another thing Gary Payton II brings. This is the NBA Finals. This is where they need him. All right? So let's hope he plays. Mobile Media writes, I'm a, I'm a Warriors fan, but I hope you're humbled now. 
I've always been humbled. I never like, I don't know why people think I'm arrogant. It's just, this is a Warriors team that a, they have home court advantage for a reason. B, they are in the finals for a reason. And C, like, I'm not going to be humbled by anyone telling me that your team lost because the other team shot nine for 12 from three in the fourth quarter. That is a ridiculous number. All right. Like that happens. That is freakish. That is an anomaly. If you're going to sit here and say, you know, you won, I lost because, you know, my prediction of Warriors and five, even though, again, I said, if healthy uh, makes your ego proud, go for it. Have a great night. But your team is not the Celtics are not going to be shooting nine for 12 in quarters on the norm. That was ridiculous. Yes, the Celtics are tough. I'll give them that. I've never, I never said they weren't. Never once said they weren't. Um, Sean Tomlinson writes, I'm not worried. The Celtics won't shoot like this again. But Kerr has been fixated with the death lineup of four years ago. Yeah, I just, look, Iguodala played, I think, more minutes than he should have. 12 was a bit much. Wiggins could have eaten into that a little bit more. Otto Porter Jr. could have eaten into that a little more. Yeah, I don't, for a guy who's played, what, three games in four months, you know, this was his fourth game in like four months. It was a little weird to have him out there as long as he did. Vicky Pellich writes, Kerr got our coaches in the fourth quarter. I don't know what that means. Yeah, and this is and this stat, if this is correct, Trey Underwood, I keep mentioning that the Celtics went nine for 12 from three in the fourth. They started eight for eight. I mean, there's just, what can a team do? All you can do is say, bravo, congratulations. You made everything. You put up everything, literally, for most of that quarter. 35-year-old Al Horford goes six for eight from three. Bravo. Do that three more times. Yeah, you have a chance of winning this series. You do. I am not counting on that. Uh, Knight Rider writes, Gary Payne, this wasn't expected to come back. Is that for sure though? I mean, he was listed as questionable. The team said he was, he was in uniform. They expected him to play. I don't know how anyone could have really predicted one way or the other. Um, but Tony Smith makes a good point too. Clay Thompson's going to have to come back with a bigger offensive game. There's no doubt about that. No doubt about that. Strength in numbers writes, Boston shouldn't have won. Kerr made a big mistake. Wait, Steve made a big mistake benching Kerr? I think you met someone else. And uh, Dan Deleon writes, it's a win for Golden State if Al Horford wins finals MVP. That is weird. Right now, he is your finals MVP after one game. Did anyone's predict that? Anyone? <laughs> um. California Kings writes, if I should be concerned about Steph rolling his ankle, nah, he kept playing. There's three days between the games. I'm not overly concerned. Um, Agape Love writes, as a Golden State Warriors fan, I always felt the Celtics had this because they are a better three-point shooting team. Are they? Any of their top six, seven can shoot 40%. I mean, Tatum and Brown are 35% three-point shooters. Al Horford similar. I think Al Horford during the regular season was at 34. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. I could look that up in one second, but I don't know what you base uh, your claim that the Celtics are a better 
three-point shooting team on if you exclude tonight's ridiculous performance. Um, yeah, for the year, Al Horford shot 33% from the three. And his three-point shooting percentage in the postseason after tonight's game is now at 43%. It's a 10% increase, I think, largely because of what he did tonight. So I don't know what you're basing that on. I mean, you know, the Warriors statistically have should have superior three-point shooter. Um, Sean Tomlinson writes, Iggy is best being Draymond when Draymond is off the floor. So, and yeah, G. Martinez feels sick. I feel sick with you. I mean, that was, it's just, but I'm just sickened at the fact that I just sat there and everybody sat there watching this finals game where the Warriors had control of this game for three and a half quarters. But the entire narrative, the entire story is going to be that the Celtics won despite the fact that they did so because, again, as someone wrote a second ago, and as I've told you, they shot lights out in that fourth quarter. There's nothing anyone can do if someone is that hot. You can make adjustments. One adjustment I I envision happening for the Golden State Warriors is Moses Moody getting in there a little more. Moses Moody has proven he can play. Moses Moody is a tough player. You know, so the so the rebounding was a, was a, a, another factor tonight that was a little concerning, um, because if they, they finished tied, each team grabbed thirty nine rebounds for the game, um, and that's something the Warriors have been dominating, surprisingly a little bit, but for the entire playoffs, and so they're gonna have to. I think they're gonna have to be even tougher. I thought they handled Robert Williams the third perfectly fine. I mean, Williams had a few. You know, he had a few plays here and there, but there was no no dominance. Again, one of the biggest concerns coming into this was Marcus Smart's defense on Stephen Curry. That was irrelevant. Steph finished with 34 points, five rebounds, five assists. So if you want to gloat because Al Horford and Derek White beat the Warriors, congratulations. All right? I just do not think they can do that three more times. I don't. I think the Warriors are going to respond. I certainly think the Warriors will win game two. And this is probably going to go seven. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Um, and yeah, this is a great point that Tony Smith writes. I'm going to be a little more selective with comments just because there is a ton of them. Uh, Tony Smith writes, Jordan Poole struggles against physicality and then over dribbles and falls. He had a bad game tonight. In fact, there was a, a huge part of me that was wondering if he just he should not have been playing at all. I mean, you could tell very early on that the struggles were real with him. And if Iguodala was going to take anyone's minutes, I thought maybe it should have been Jordan Poole's. You lose offense, but Iggy's defense is still there. His athleticism is still there. So, you know, I'm not entirely opposed to Iguodala getting those 12 minutes, but it's who he took minutes away from that I had some issues with. Those 12 minutes came at the expense of Andrew Wiggins, who should have been playing 40 minutes. He played 34 those six minutes he did not play, Jalen Brown went off and started that whole run in the fourth quarter. And those extra minutes should have gone to Otto Porter Jr., who had 23. He could have played four more minutes. You could tow his minute restriction line with that. And Jordan Poole, who, again, had just an awful game tonight. There's no way to spin that. Jordan Poole finished. Uh, he played a, a total of... Uh, 25 minutes, minus 19 in the plus minus, worst on the team, two for seven from the field, one for five from three, 
most of his points coming, or at least nearly half his re- points coming from the free throw line. Four, four, four. So there's going to be adjustments made. I don't know if Jonathan Kaminga has a role in this series. I, I don't know. I do think Bielitsa has a role in this series. This entire playoffs, great things have happened when Bielitsa plays. And in tonight's game, he did not play. At least I don't remember seeing him. Let me just confirm that real quick. I think he played garbage time minutes at the end. Yeah, one minute. Yeah, there's either, I mean, there's going to be adjustments made. And (laughs) Echo, already talking smack. Look at these people talking smack because Al Horford and Derek White won the game for him. Celtics and six, y'all frauds. Okay, Al Horford, you just keep riding that train. Um, and, and yeah, this is a good call strength in numbers. Steve Kerr just did not make adjustments in regards to the three-point shooting. They should have they should have been on a more. You're gonna see more aggressiveness. I promise you that. One thing that did not work in this game, uh, or at least something that Kerr gave up on very early was the zone. Um we didn't really see that in the fourth quarter. Uh, I don't know if that's something they're going to be messing with, but it's a possibility. Trey Young writes, if you don't win game two, the Warriors are probably not going to win. Yeah, that's a good point. Game two is a borderline must win for the Warriors. There's no doubt, but I'm also very confident they're going to do it. If the Warriors don't win game two, they're in trouble. I'm eating crow. But uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Look at Echo just talking smack. Y'all bandwagon nation. You do not watch this game. I've been following this team since 1987. And again, you're gloating because Al Horford and Derek White had career night. Career nights. It just happened to be in the NBA Finals. So you got a game. You got a game. Agape Love writes, why are people surprised Celtics guys making threes? Because again, Al Horford for the regular season shot 33% from three. Tonight he shot 75%. That's over double his average. So that's why I'm a little surprised. Um, Derek White who had a monster game tonight. Monster game tonight. Derek White was playing so good, he played more than Marcus Smart. Played 32 minutes to 30 for Smart. Derek White for the season. Derek White for the season. Shot 31% from three. 31% from three. In this year's postseason, until this game, and maybe even including this game. I don't know if these stats have been updated yet. 27.6% from three. Tonight, he shoots over 60% from three. But you continue bragging like you call that. That's why I'm surprised, Agape Love. Because the two hottest shooters are typically not great shooters. And Totes McGoats, you make a great point. Sometimes too much rest can be a bad thing. You're right. I think the week's rest got to the dubs. They were gassed in the end. That's weird. And I, just, and I also just think the rotation was weird. 
Iguodala played I, re, I I love seeing Iggy out there, but more than they needed. But it's one game, all right? It's one game. Now, moving forward, because it, we, that's all we can do at this point, right? It's like, congratulations, Boston. You got game one. You're a worthy adversary. I never said they weren't. I've constantly said I respect this team tremendously. Um, Warriors have to win in the Garden. Newsflash, every, every team not named the Nets in the postseason have done that so far. The Warriors have won a road game in 26 straight playoff series. I think they can make it 27. And this series is probably going to go seven. And the bottom line is, if it goes seven, you just can't let guys like Al Horford and Derek White shoot like that again. That's the bottom line. Jordan Poole again had a horrible game. Curious to see what happens in game two. Very curious to see. Andrew Wiggins played 34 minutes. Should have played 40. Because he was actually playing great defense on Jalen Brown. And again, this whole thing started not with Derek White and Al Horford three-pointers. It started with Jalen Brown attacking and scoring time and time and time again. And Andrew Wiggins was the best neutralizer for him. I thought Clay Thompson actually did a marvelous job guarding Jason Tatum. I thought Stephen Curry, even when he was switched on him, did a marvelous job guarding Jason Tatum. I do have to give Jason Tatum credit for this. He only scored 12 points in tonight's game, but he had 13 assists. So he was making things happen for his team tonight. I do I have to give him kudos for that. That was incredible. I mean, he had a horrible shooting night, and part of that was defense. Part of that was the Warriors' strategy, in large part being, we're not going to let him beat us. And sometimes that strategy backfires, and tonight it did, because Al Horford, who shot 33% for the year, shot 75% on eight attempts from three. Derek White, who in the playoffs shot 27% from three. For the regular season, thought shot 31% from three. Went five for eight from three. I'm going to skip ahead to these comments. It was a disappointing loss. I mean, look, this whole thing's disappointing. This whole thing sucks. What it, what, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't want to tell you, but I'm not pressing a panic button. I'm not worried. Sean Tomlinson writes, I still feel a lot of positivity after this game because we didn't play poorly and we never got injured. The other team just shot lights out. They, and that's the bottom line. They shot lights out. The Warriors let this game by 15 points in the third quarter. They were up 103-100 before the Celtics went on a 20-2 run spearheaded by Al Horford and Derek White suddenly turning into Stephen Curry. <laughs> I mean, just... And, and uh, I don't know. I'm not panicking. I'm, I'm far from panicking. I'm far from panicking. This is just going to, it's just going to be a, 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 it's going to be a long series. It's going to be a war. And we'll see what happens. And yes, I do think uh, Gilbert Arbalo, I do think Moody deserved minutes because, again, he's proven he's a fantastic defensor, he, defensive player. He doesn't make mistakes. He can even shoot. And you're right, Josephine Lewin Lapid. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. It is a game of attrition. 
I mean, Daniel Tice was playing heavy minutes out there tonight. He even made a three-pointer. Jesus. It, it happens. These kind of games happen. Unfortunately, it happens, happened to the Warriors in game one of the NBA Finals. So I will say this, though. I am not nervous about game two. I'm not. I do have that much faith in these Golden State Warriors that they will even this series up at one apiece. And then we're going to have a best of five. And folks, make that cocktail if it eases your nerves because it's probably going to be a long ride, but I am confident the Warriors are still going to pull this. And it's a good point, Energy Manifest. They should have been leading by 25, and they're, and they're, they have, they're not going to forget that. All right, clearly, if there is one lesson to be learned from this game, build leads. Because if the Celtics are going to keep shooting like this, which I do not anticipate, but they showed tonight they can. And I'm sorry, if there's one thing I did notice that was very disappointing is that the Warriors did look like they were resting on their laurels a little bit to start that fourth quarter. I did not see the urgency that you should be seeing from a team in the NBA Finals. That was there. That, that, that showed. But here's one thing I here's why I guess I'm not hitting panic buttons and I'll leave the show with this because I'm going to go join Larry Kruger, my boy, <clears throat> continue the party there. He's on YouTube. Uh, his show's called The Krug Show. Um, him and I go way back. Great, great, great friend of mine. Um, what I took from tonight's game is this. The Warriors, to me, this is my opinion, but the Warriors, to me, are still the better team. And House of Reason 78, absolutely right. The Warriors looked bored once they got up by over 10. You're absolutely right. And there just is not much you can do. Yeah, you're right. This is not going to be a cakewalk. And train to everyone else out there who thinks you're, you're, you're winning points over me because you think I made this Warriors in five prediction. I said very clearly, and I'll say it one more time, I made that prediction if they were healthy. Not having Gary Payne the second is huge because I, I don't think the, the Celtics are shooting that lights out if Gary Payne the second is out there. <clears throat> but we've seen this Warriors team make adjustments before. This Warriors team has been in this situation before. Some of the greatest teams find themselves in this situation. The Celtics lost game one to the Bucks. The Celtics lost game one to the Heat. They didn't panic. The Warriors are not going to panic either. Uh, Daniel writes, if I remember correct, Steph, Steph, Steph sat for the first six or seven minutes of the second when he was cooking. That's just his rotation. He's going to play the whole first quarter, and then he sits half of the second. He's going to play the whole third quarter. He actually got pulled out of the game uh, without a minute to play in the third with the anticipation he was going to play heavier fourth quarter minutes, and for some reason, Kerr held up a bit on bringing them back in. And I think that plays into the fact that they got a little too lackadaisical. The urgency was not there the fourth quarter. And, and shame on the Warriors for that. Jacob Sosa writes, the Celtics haven't lost two straight all playoffs. Does that scare you at all? No, because the Warriors haven't lost two straight all playoffs either. So, no. And if the Warriors lose game two, yeah, start, start getting nervous. I'm not nervous yet. I, I ask I ask everyone this. Do you really think after watching that game tonight that the Celtics are the better team? That 1 through 12, that they have a better roster, that they're more talented? 
because the Warriors led for the vast majority of that game. The Warriors were leading by 15 in the third quarter after being down by two at the half. That was just insane shooting from the Celtics in the fourth quarter. There, there's no other way to spin that. So, um, FC, FC, Brian likes, yes. Okay, agree to disagree. I don't agree with that. I think the Warriors are still the better team. Um, they lost, you're correct, Ricardo Davidson. They lost, but it's one game, all right? It's the best of seven series. It's the NBA Finals. The Celtics are not a team to sleep on. It'll be okay. All right. Even in that Grizzly series, they barely squeaked out game one. In case you forgot, it was 117, 116. They barely squeaked that one out. Sometimes it's a game of inches, even in basketball. And they lost tonight's game because Al Horford went six for eight from three. And Derek White went five for eight from three. Derek White, who for the season shot 31% from three point line. And all of a sudden tonight he shoots over 60%. So what are you going to do? You know, it just, it happens. Um, tomorrow I'm going to break this down with Kylan Mills. I'm going to go join the crew party show right now. If you want to join that party, uh, California King writes, are you going to game two? No, I'm still testing positive for COVID still far from over this thing. This is very annoying. Um, so no, I'm probably not going to go. Um, so yeah, have faith updation. All right, it's just one game. There's no need to to hit the panic button. Not yet, anyways. So, there you go. And Daniel, I'll end on this note. We keep Jason Tatum under control. No way the rest of those guys shoot like that again. I agree. Maybe they might shoot that like that again for another game. They're not going to shoot like that for four games in this series. Okay, that's that is where I will sleep at night. It's because I am confident that is not going to happen four times, which is what they're going to need to beat the Warriors uh, three more times in this series. So, all right, everyone. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for watching and listening to Locked On Warriors. Again, I'll be back tomorrow with Kylan Mills. You'll be, you can follow me on Twitter at Dogs or for Ocho. You can follow this program on Twitter at Locked On Dubs. I'm going to go join Larry Kruger now. If you want to follow the party, I'm going to go over there. Don't hit the panic button, folks. It's just one game. It happens. That was just a freak occurrence. That was an anomaly. The Celtics are a great team. I'm not diminishing them as a whole, but I still believe and, and maintain the Warriors are better. They will come back in game two, and we're just going to have a hell of a series after that. So I'll see you folks Sunday night after the game. Thank you. Later. <laughs>